Oh, the air conditioning's on. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means it is vlog day. And yeah, we're back to normal. We're back to normal this week. I'm not sick anymore. So if you're one of the guys that your buddy was like, hey, you should watch a Grim Greed vlog. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do that. And this is your first vlog. Then yes, this is exactly how the vlog goes. Let me get up my vlog notes. But thank you. Thank you so much for joining me again. We have a whole mess of stuff to talk about this week. There's going to be some first impressions. There's going to be beer. There's going to be shout outs. It's going to be a very, very normal vlog. I do have some announcements and stuff at the beginning, just very, very random subjects that are going to be a little all a little all over the place, but there's going to be some advocacy in there as well. Uh, batch, batch, what? Mooch's battery tests. There we go. Loads of advocacy. Quick update to some Canada stuffs that are going on. Um, as you're watching this vlog uh, on a Thursday, um, I will be gone. I will be leaving and heading out to Arizona for the Vape in the Sun event, the Vape Event, uh, you know, BRV Liquids uh, event out in Arizona. Candlebox is playing. Did anybody realize that Candlebox was still a band? Yes, Candlebox is going to be playing at this event. I have to burp. Candlebox is going to be out in Arizona. Um, I'm going to be out there with uh, me and Dwayne. We're doing bro trip what is this bro trip three the the broening i don't even know we're renting a car and we're driving out to arizona should be uh should be a really good time, so keep that in mind as you're watching this vlog. I may be a bit slow on the reply for some comments and emails and stuff like that, simply because I'm going to be out of town. No big deal. One quick thing that I wanted to say, and I'm not, uh, you know, one of these guys that's a it's a flashy guy or anything like that. If there's a couple things that annoy me in the world, it's like arrogant people and braggy people and this, that, and the other. But I'm pretty excited. I bought a new I bought a new car uh, very randomly for the longest time. For about ten years, I've been driving driving a Scion XA, and it was fine. It was getting the job done just like nobody's business. I was driving up and down the California coast with it and just having a grand old time and. It doesn't have cruise control, and that's something that was really bothering me going on all these road trips on a car without cruise control. It was driving me insane. So I went out and I bought a uh, Scion, 2016 Scion TC. I've always wanted one. I always thought they were cool cars, and uh, I just sucked it up, and now I'm going to have a car payment again. So that should be nice and fun, but it has cruise control, and it's uh, it's kind of a cool little car, and I got it in white because it reminded me of a Stormtrooper. Its official name is uh, TC27, uh, um, which is, you know, like a what you would call a Stormtrooper, like FN2789 or whatever his name was in Star Wars The Force Awakens. But yeah, I got a new car, and I'm pretty excited about it, so should be really fun. Just wanted to share. I was just really excited. I just wanted to share that with people. You know what I mean? So moving forward, I'm going to be at Vape in the Sun. Uh, did that. Let's talk about uh, real quick what I've been Vaping. This is something that I do at the top of every vlog. I talk about just a couple things that I have been vaping over the last week or so. Um, last week, you didn't see it, but this week it's back. Noisy Cricket, right there. I've been rocking the Noisy Cricket. This is actually the Boson RDA with the Twisted Messes cap, Lane Cove Mai. This is absolutely, hands down, just one of my favorite vapes of all time. And the reason that there was no Noisy Cricket last week in the vlog is because it was 
acting funny. I was getting some really bad misfires, right? And so I took off my switch and I looked at the contact and there was like crud, like darkened brownish crud on the contact there. And I'm like, hmm, I bet that's why it's misfiring. Because if I press it in a little bit of a certain way, it'll fire. But if I press it flat like I have been, it won't fire. So I was, uh, you know, going through my Facebook feed one day and a fellow named Josh, and I don't remember which group he posted it in, but he had posted a picture of his noisy cricket. He said, my noisy cricket's misfiring. This is what the switch looks like, this, that, and the other. Does anybody know any fixes? And so someone in the comments named Paul suggested using a pencil eraser cool on the contact. So I'm like, well, let's give it a shot. So I took apart my contact. I got it all out and I grabbed a, a blue pencil eraser, you know, one of those wedgie looking ones. And I just swiped at it and went to town and I'm cleaning it all off and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, huh, well, it's kind of mostly cleaned up now. I mean, those spots are gone. Put it all back together. It's back to firing like a freaking uh, champ. I'm probably going to be taking this with me to Arizona just because, damn it, it's the cricket and I love it so much. Boson RDA, Twisted Messes cap on the Boson RDA, Noisy Cricket with uh, Lane Cove My. I just love it. Good God. I love that freaking vape. So moving forward from there, now we're going to be talking about this in the first impressions. You know what? We'll just save it for the first impressions. We're going to save that for the first impressions. The other thing I've been vaping a lot of is there is a company that does custom relos right here. And I believe I found a link to them and I'll have it in the description. I'm not 100% sure. Let's see if I can find it. Yes, custom uh, custom RX200 relos, myvaporway.com. And if you find him on Instagram, it's at myvaporway or something like that. I'll post a link in the description. He does a whole bunch of custom relo graphics on here. This one is the white relo green on the front it says joker and it's got uh, the heath ledger joker on the back it says why so serious it looks so effing cool and this isn't a sticker or anything this is like ceramic baked ceramic graphics on here he did another one that i can't reach eh, that is my new grim green uh graphic my new grim green logo on a black relo which that just that looks effing cool as well they're a little bit I guess texturized, they're a little bit rough to the touch, but the graphics are, it's kind of like a permanent thing on there. This isn't a skin, this isn't painted, this is like ceramic baked finish on there, and it looks cool, and you know what? It's the Relo, so it just, it's a rocking little device. This is CCI Mouse Tank. Uh, I know there was another YouTuber out there who had uh, some safety concerns about the mouse. I don't have those safety concerns. I've never had a problem with my 510 failing or breaking and causing a hard short or anything like that. I rock it on a regulated device. It's not going to cause a catastrophic battery failure. This is the Squid Dude Juice uh, Jade in here. This is the mouse with a 0.54 ohm coil, 6.5 volts, 80 watts. This is just a great vape. This tank just rips so hard. You can, you can just really go to go bananas with this tank. Good. Oh, it's so good. I'm definitely, definitely taking this setup for the car ride. Really can't appreciate the performance of that tank unless you're actually physically using it. So 
The last thing, well, second to last thing I've been using a lot of is the Axis Vapes right there. That's the M17 Axis Vapes. The reason I'm cupping it on top is there's an atomizer on there that you are not allowed to see yet. If the person watching this video watched this video and then saw me showing off this atomizer, he would probably... Uh, put out a hit on me. No, it's not that bad, but it is a super secret top secret atomizer that I can't quite show you, but I've been rocking it on the Axis Vapes M17. This is just a beautiful mod to use and to have and to hold, and I am just a really big fan of it. 87.7 watts. This is a 0.24 ohm coil. Let's have a vape. Great, 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 great. Never felt better. Now that is, uh, that's a really good vape. And when the time comes, yes, I'm going to spill my guts and tell you all about that freaking bitchin' atomizer right there. So the last thing I've been using, uh, I seem to have two drippers and two tanks, which is a pretty evenly matched thing. I generally think of myself as like a dripper guy, but when I find a really nice tank that I like to use, then yeah, I use that tank. This is no different. This is the Mew tank uh, on the Vapor Flask Classic. This is filled with Caramel Corpse. I just find the vape that I get from this to be pretty stellar. Uh, I have a 0.3 ohm coil on here. 69.8 watts, 4.6 volts. It's a nice vape. I keep the wattage down a little bit on this, not because the tank can't handle it, but just because I like it to be, eh, I don't know, a little bit more mellow. This is the mod that usually resides by my bedside. So I like to lay in bed while I'm watching the office or whatever, and I like to have a few toots and not have it be like fucking vape capital cloud comp in my bedroom. I like a little bit more mellow of a vape, but the flavor on this is champ. The performance on it is champ. It's just been great. Good, good. Really good. Did I have anything else that I wanted to talk about in the what I've been vaping? I think that covers it. I think we're I think that covers it and I think we're going to move on. So, like I said, I have a couple weird just quick things in there. Someone named Gage emailed me this. It's the Dollar Wick Club right? Which is kind of interesting. So you click over dollarwickclub.com, 100% organic cotton imported from Japan. And I'm assuming they're using like a similar business model as the Dollar Shave Club. You sign up and for a monthly fee, they send you cotton to your house every single month. And there's what looks like coupons, 50,000 free packs. I don't know what you would need for 50, I don't know why you would need 50,000 free packs, but uh, it's cool. It looks like you sign up uh, four layers of cotton, great for Wix, RDAs, or facial use. Um, for only $1 a month, this is what you get. You get four pads of cotton a month, which certainly would not be enough for me. Maybe for a lesser, not lesser user, but a more average user, I guess, who isn't constantly, you know, re-wicking 10 RDAs every single week. You might be able to get away with four pads of cotton. Let me know how much cotton you use in the comments. I have no idea. I have no gauge of what, how much cotton uses. I know, I know how much cotton I use because I have a retarded amount of things to rebuild and re-wick every single week, and so I plow through cotton. I destroy cotton like crazy, but Dollar Wick Club, it's out there, and it could be an option for you. Thank you, Gage, for sending that my way. Additionally, uh, Battery Mooch, he contacted me, and he did some tests for some new batteries. The IMREN 
green 40 amp, ready for the mega air quotes, 40 amp batteries, 18650s, uh, they are only a 17 amp battery. Now that is just dangerous and irresponsible on the part of IMREN to label a battery as a 40 amp battery. And they say it's a 50 amp pulse. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So basically his bottom line was, in my opinion, then Battery Mooch, he's one of my favorite people in the vape industry. He All he does is test batteries and he goes through his whole process and he gives you graphs and he tells you everything that he's doing. I trust him implicitly with this information. In my opinion, he says, this is just a 17 amp, 3000 mAh battery with wildly exaggerated ratings. At 15 amp down to 3.2 volts, it delivers about 5% less capacity than the LG HG2. It also runs hotter than the HG2. Its appearance and performance are essentially identical to the purple IMREN 40 amp, 3000 mAh battery I tested earlier. I believe that this is just a rewrap of the purple IMREN 3000 mAh 40 amp battery. That is ridiculous. Tell shop owners, tell your friends, avoid the green 40 amp IMREN batteries because they're not even close to 40 amps. They're a measly, piddly 17 amps. That That is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? That is just ridiculous. So loads, loads of advocacy going on. I cannot stress this enough. We're getting into political time. That's right. And it's going to last uh, the rest of the year. First one, uh, the biggest one, I guess, you know, all of them are absolutely equally important. Well, the only one I'm going to be talking about, uh, Georgia, Georgia vapor industry oppose HB 907 it says Georgia vapors must stand their ground. If this bill passes in Georgia, we will likely see this toxic legislation spread to other states to make matters worse. It is suspected that proponents of this bill have been working behind the scenes for months, shopping this bill around to lawmakers and supporters. They're also likely taking advantage of the short 2016 legislative session, which means that this bill could move at lightning speed through the legislative process, which ends on March 31st. If you have benefited from the wide variety of vapor products produced in and outside of Georgia, you must take action now to defend your access. So CASA always makes it really, really easy. They have a click here to send a message. They give you all the information you need, but this is huge for Georgia. Oppose HB 907. There's I can't stress this enough. Just go over to the CASA call to actions. Obviously, I will always post a link in the description to the CASA call to actions, but there's Virginia, there's Alaska, Georgia, Chicago, New Jersey, Oregon, Hawaii, Florida, all the states. So many states are trying to pass really, really bad vape-related legislation, whether that's uh, sales tax, wholesale tax, usage bans indoors and outdoors, uh, ridiculous hoops that shops would have to jump through, uh, usage bans inside shops, sampling bans inside shops. So, you know what? <laughs> if you care about vaping in your state, if you're a business owner or if you're friends of a business owner or if you're just a freaking vapor that wants access for not just yourself to these vapor products, but for everyone who to have access to these vapor products, it's incredibly important. I, I, you know, I can't say it enough. I say it 
in every vlog. I say it constantly. I'm always linking to Casa and not blowing smoke. It's where you should be. It's where you should have your focus uh, if you're a vapor. So head over to the calls to action. But Georgia was the one that seemed to be at the top of everybody's list as far as urgency because this is moving at an incredibly fast pace. So Moving forward from there, uh, let me get to the Canadian uh, girl, uh, Peggy. Um, Peggy emailed me and said, hey there, uh, she actually called me sick one because I was sick. Thank you, Peggy. Just wanted to send you off a quick email in response to your 211 vlog. Yes, you can use my name. Thank you, Peggy. A city in Canada, Quebec is a province. I apologize to the fine people of Quebec, Canada. I, I don't know what a province is. I Just like you don't know what a state is. It's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what a province is. It's a province. Yes, I know you were sick when you made that, but grr shakes her fist. But yes, Quebec has cracked down on vaping to such a level that it is extreme. This has included Quebec cracking down on vendor and e-juice makers, social media accounts. Websites in Quebec have become virtual ghost towns and getting juice out of Quebec is extremely challenging. Other Canadian provinces are also making legislation, but not nearly as strong as Quebec. But Canadian vapors do not want to see the same thing happen. So she gives me a couple links, which I'll be posting in the description. One is to the actual act. She says it's rather lengthy, but here is the act. Best for a day when you're not sick. Yes, it is in English. I wouldn't be that mean to send you a Canadian law in French. So there you go. I'm going to post a link to that. I'm also going to be posting a link to the Canadian Vaping Association. Here's the Canadian Vaping Association's press release regarding Bill 44 out of Quebec, Canada. So if you are a Canadian and you are in the province of Quebec then uh, this is for you. I'm going to have links in the description. That is just for you guys. Uh, Last thing, last thing, last thing. We're already getting long in this vlog. It's already long in the time. Daily Caller released uh, an article recently uh, about the Mayo Clinic. E-cigarettes mitigate the risk of smoking before and after operations. This is actually fairly large news. E-cigarettes slashed smokers' tobacco use before and after... E-cigarettes slashed smokers' tobacco use before both before and after elective surgery, according to a study from the Mayo Clinic. Wow, why was that sentence so hard to read? Regular cigarette smoking can often cause post-operative complications in smokers, and health professionals have long argued that quitting or cutting down smoking close to the time of an operation can lessen these risks. In hopes of achieving this, researchers examined adult smokers that were scheduled for operations at the Mayo Clinic Rochester, one of the nation's leading medical practices and research groups between December 2014 and June 2015. In in the two weeks before and after surgery, patients were asked to use e-cigarettes to get their nicotine instead of regular smokes. All the patients had used the... All the patients had their use of e-cigarettes recorded on a daily basis and were quizzed about their smoking behavior at 14 and 30 days. Of the 75 patients who took part in the study, 87% tried an e-cigarette over the trial period. After 30 days, more than half, 51% said they would continue vaping. The average number of cigarettes consumed fell sharply from 15 per person to 7.6 at 51%, 51.3% 
decrease. The whole article goes on and on, but they basically end it by saying, this study will add weight to the arguments made by some public health professionals that e-cigarettes, while not 100% safe, we never claimed them to be 100% safe, you did. While not 100% safe, can serve as a critical tool to reduce the harm and hazards associated with regular smoking. I would like to read that again. While not 100% safe, can serve as a critical tool to reduce the harm and hazards associated with regular smoking. Yes, 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 the Mayo Clinic has admitted this and said that it can serve as a critical tool to reduce the harm and hazards associated with regular smoking. Absolutely. I think that's I think that's huge. I think that's great news. So, you know what? Shout out to you, Mayo Clinic, for doing that. And this is one of these articles that we need to send to our, you know, our, our grandmother who says, well, this e-cig article told me that e-cigs have antifreeze in them. Why are you using them here? Here is a link for you, grandma. Here's a link for you, mom. Here's a link for you, dad. Yes, yes, yes. So moving on from that, what's next in the vlog notes? We already talked about loads of advocacy, Dollar Wick Club, battery mooch tests, what I've been vaping, the noisy cricket, vaping the sun, my new car. I did want to talk about my tattoos. I've been getting a lot of requests to talk about what my tattoos uh, are, uh, what they mean to me when I got them, this, that, and the other, and I don't think we're going to have time to do that this week unfortunately, but you know what? It's going to remain here on my vlog notes. I'm not going to delete it. Maybe we can get to it next week, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, me, for myself, I am sweating like you can't imagine here in this little office. I would like to go over there because it just over there looks way more refreshing. That's the beer section. All right, well, I got some beer that we are going to taste. Now, I don't know exactly who this beer came from. It either, it either came from Metal Gear Vapor or it came from Shane. Those are like my two beer guys that I get, you know, very randomly beer from. In fact, all of the beer I have, with the exception of like one or two, I believe came from either Shane or Metal Gear Vapor. I don't remember... What we're drinking tonight is the Founders KBS. Holy crap, I could not be more excited about this. I'm going to be drinking it out of a Founders pint glass, which is just so cool. I think this came from Metal Gear Vapor. I'm not 100% sure. So this is an insanely, insanely highly rated beer. Now, the KBS is different from just the Founders Breakfast Stout. I've had the Founders Breakfast Stout quite a few times. I believe we drank it recently on a vlog video. This is the Kentucky Breakfast Stout, the KBS. Over on Beer Advocate, it has a perfect 100% world-class rating. Of course, I always like to see what some of the top reviewers have to say about it. Bourbon uh, is an American taste, and while some find... Some find... Uh, why can't people fucking type? Bourbon is an American taste, and while some find... Finds... What the hell are you talking about? 
Bourbon is an American taste, and while some finds its way overs here, it's simply a novelty. This is a medium or possibly less thick stout. I guess my expectations were primed for the breakfast level of stout. I taste the stout, the bourbon, some roast, a tad coffee. It's a nice stout to drink with some different flavoring, with great appreciation of to Putam for allowing me to buy the last bottle in the store hidden away for someone like me. That's the fucking worst review I've ever read of anything in my life. But thankfully, Founders knows how to do it, and they don't have a freaking cork on their bottle. They just have a little cap. So, Founders, oh, they even write on here. See, that's getting a little bit, uh, that bothers me. That's one of the things that bothers me in life. Founders probably had released, a, you know, a bajillion bottles of this and just had KBS on it, right? And now they put the 2015 highly acclaimed KBS. That's just, that's dumb to me. I hate it when that happens. It would be like if on my YouTube I was like, oh, the vaporiest, most award-winningest youtube channel and i have the the highly rated article column in vape news magazine or something like that like that's that's dumb let other people brag for you don't put fucking highly acclaimed on your bottle i mean i get why they did it but i just don't agree with it so i'm gonna give this a super aggressive pour because i want to see that freaking head on there of which there is very little it's a dark little tannish head on there the color of the beer itself is just darkness this is black metal in a cup this is just graveyard on a darkened night it is so so freaking dark so here we go kbs holy crap i'm excited about this i have very had very few highly rated like 100 beers in my life and this is one of those that's you know a white whale for a lot of people we don't get founders out here so whenever i can find some founders i am down i am excited about it wow very sweet very coffee molasses flavor i get it hmm <laughs> I get why this is so popular. It is super sweet. It is very, very sweet. I get some nice upfront sweetness. I get a strong like syrupy molasses coffee flavor on the back end. Holy crap. It And, and it feels heavy in your mouth. It feels, <coughs> pardon me, it feels like it has a very strong like rich body in your mouth. Mm. Hmm. I can't even right now. Holy crap, that is so good. What am I going to pair with this? Well, the first thing I'm going to try is Caramel Corpse. I think uh, I think the Grimcolt Caramel Corpse might be just a fantastic uh, pairing for this particular beer, this KBS. I need more of this. I need more of this KBS in my life. That is freaking delicious. Um, so... I want to talk about this technique. A lot of people have been emailing me, and there was one person in particular who said, uh, Andre. Andre said that I should explain my pairing technique, my vaping and the beer thing. It's something that um, I've always done, even when, even back when I was a smoker. I'm about to burp again.
And all I do when I want to taste vapor and I want to taste beer at the same time is I take a toot on my device or, you know, tank RDA, whatever. And then while I'm exhaling through my nose, I take a drink at the same time. That's how I do it. And some people, I guess, are having problems like they're getting beer in their nose or something. I have no idea. That's all I do. So without beer, it would just be like... And you know how you can exhale through your nose and open your mouth at the same time. All you do is while you're exhaling throughout through nose, you take a sip of beer. And the beer, you know, it mingles in your mouth and on your palate. And you're exhaling the vapor. So that's how you're tasting the vapor. And then you're sipping the beer. And that's how you're tasting the beer. And so you're able to sip them at the same time. And what happens is the vapor will be coming out of your nose and it's going to go directly into the cup. So you're going to be temporarily blinded. You're going to be exhaling into the cup and it's going to be going into your face while you're taking a sip. That's really all I do. And I don't know. I don't, I didn't know it was like a weird thing. It's just something I've always done. Like even when I was, you know, a smoker and I was in Vegas and you know, you're sipping a martini or a rum and Coke or a Jameson and you're smoking a cigarette, I would do the same thing. I would take a drag and I would drink and I would exhale through my nose while I was taking a drink. I kind of thought it was something that everybody did, but anyway, here's to you. This is a uh, caramel corpse with uh, KBS. <laughs> good that is good that is uh super good pairing super good pairing i want to do it again yeah good wow that is really good um i do have another pairing i want to do but i have to use the atomizer that i can't show you so we're gonna have to do this sneakily I think that's even better. Wow, I think that's even better. So my buddy John, John and Jessica up there in Colorado, he makes a juice that is, I talk about it all the time, it's a bakery banana flavor. I just absolutely just freaking love it. It's I have a giant container of it, and it's something I vape very, very regularly. Um, it's a very strong, sweet banana bakery flavor, and it's pairing just really, really well right now with this KBS. So yeah, that's what I got, KBS. If you're interested in this beer, I'll post a link in the description. Um, be on the lookout. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get a, a sponsor here for for some of these segments. Um, I want to get a beer company. Um, been talking to two beer companies actually about possibly sponsoring the beer segment, which I think would be really, really cool. Um, one thing that I'm hoping to do in the not too distant future is get a tour of the Stone Brewery down here. I might make it like a Friday vlog and have it just be, oh, pardon me, that was really gross. Have it just be a one full video of me talking to my guy at Stone, talking about the beers, talking about the brewing process, talking, you know, going on a tour, seeing things that, 
you might not be able to see otherwise. Um, having a vape and a beer pairing kind of in their outdoor patio. I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to any stone breweries, but they're all freaking uh, gorgeous. They're all beautifully landscaped. They all have great restaurants and great tasting rooms. So that's something that's coming up. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, what we do after the beer segment for everyone who's new joining us, this is where we do shout outs time. And I know a lot of people skip the shout outs time. Uh, the first one, I want you to at least stay and watch the first one. I feel like it is an incredibly important shout out. That's where we're going to go now. Okay, go, go. It is shout out time. Okay, so real quick, uh, I want to give a shout out to a guy named uh, Michael in the Namber Juice group on Facebook, which you're obviously more than welcome to join. We're always doing giveaways and whatnot over there, posting coupon codes, just great fun stuff like that. It's a closed group, so you have to ask to join. But Michael posted a great picture of his new Grim Army glass, and maybe I knew this was happening. Maybe I didn't know this was happening. He got a slick Grim Army tattoo. It looks Good. It's right on his forearm. It's nice and crisp and clear. Red and black. Solid, solid. Laid the blacks on. Thick, red, saturated color in there. Looks awesome. So shout out to Michael for freaking getting the Grim Army tattooed on him. That is ridiculous. Now, the the important one, the important, important one that I wanted to talk to you about is um, Isaac. So Bud Tattoo and a couple other people have posted this on Instagram. Um, Isaac V-God, he is a member of the V-God group, the Trick Life group. They are ridiculous. Vajani V-God Johnny is just one of the most talented trick guys. All of the V-God guys can just do tricks that just boggle your freaking mind and I love watching them they're some of my favorite Instagrams to follow because I will always watch their videos and always freaking be amazed I can use with a lot less dubstep dubstep Vajani if you're watching this try to incorporate some you know metal some slayer some clutch maybe cannibal corpse I don't know just throw it in there just for me grim green special edition edit with some metal in there but uh Isaac from V God um I'm just going to I'm going to post a link in the description to the GoFundMe. Uh he posted on Instagram. Um I'm just going to read you the whole Instagram post. So he posted on Instagram um a while ago. This was a couple days ago now and he says, "I'm not sure how many of you know about my mom Maggie, but she has been fighting cancer for over 3 years now. She was first diagnosed with stage 2 cervical cancer and did her very best to get rid of it. Luckily, she fought it off and everything was ha- okay. However, when she went back to her doctor for her 6-month remission, the cancer had come back and spread to her lymph nodes. This resulted in the cancer becoming stage 4 after several chemo and radiation treatments. My mom slowly began losing weight as all, as well as all of her hair. Unfortunately, these treatments haven't been very successful, so she was put on a new I- I- treatment. And basically, it's a clinical trial experiment, and so far it's causing her to lose even more weak, more weight. She's become very weak and is beginning to need more and more assistance each day. However, my dad is struggling to both work and take care of my mom, as well as bring in a steady income because he drives her to all of her appointments. Uh, she is getting very bad swelling in her legs because of the cancer spreading to her chest. She no longer has a voice. And because of all of the side effects from the cancer, my mother is incapable of working and is now stuck with an overwhelmingly expensive hospital bills. Yes. Welcome to healthcare in freaking America. Reading this 
reading this was hard. He's a really nice guy. I know for sure I've met him on more than one occasion. He's just he's just a good guy. So I, what I'm going to do uh, for Isaac from VGod, I'm going to just post a link in the description to the GoFundMe for his mom. He's trying to raise $20,000 to cover all these horrific medical bills and expenses. Um, if you feel like donating, then donate. Uh, give whatever you can. I think it's um, it's hard. I mean, it it's hard. It's rough. I can't imagine going through something like that. I know what it's like uh, to have parents that are sick. It's not something uh, I talk about all the time. My dad is has been diagnosed with Parkinson's for the last couple years, and uh, I help him out as best I can uh, financially. So I know what it's like to you want your parents to be around for as long as they possibly can. And, you know, uh, death is as big a part of living as life is. Um, But when they're here, you want them to be here and you don't want them to be suffering and you don't especially want them to be suffering and being crushed by overwhelming medical bills and just life bills and stuff like that. So, donate money if you want to. I'm not ever going to hold a gun to your head and tell you that you need to go give money to Isaac from VGod, but I definitely will. And I think it's something that uh, you should get on. Every every little bit helps. And so shout out to Isaac and his mom. Um, keep your chin up, brother. And uh, hopefully, hopefully she can beat this and uh, in the end not be destroyed by medical bills. So yeah, that's one of those that just struck a chord with me, hit me, hit me in my feels, Isaac, hit me in my feels. I'm going to be posting a link in the description, like I said, to the GoFundMe as well as to his uh, his Instagram. You should follow him. He's got 40,000 followers. The tricks he does are just literally just sorcery. Just I don't understand how he does them, but he does them. So moving forward in shout out land, Elizabeth writes to me and says, hi, Nick. Uh, My name is Elizabeth Lizzie Vapes on social media and I'm Canadian. eh? I think I'm your number one Canadian fan. That could be true, although Amanda might put up a fight, but we can just say that you're my number one Canadian fan. I totally accept that. I think you're a amazing guy that helps the vaping community in the United States, Canada, and around the world. I love and enjoy your videos and the silly faces you make, too. It makes it enjoyable to watch. Do I make too many silly faces, Lizzie Vapes? Do I? I don't have an amazing story to tell about my life. I work uh, full-time for a pharmaceutical company making cough and cold medicine for the last 16 years. Over time, with multiple back injuries, my family doctor told me I have the back of a 70-year-old woman, but I'm only 42 years old. I can't quit because I'm a single mother, and it's my only income. I don't wish a back injury on anyone. I know how it feels to go to work 12-hour night shifts in so much pain, so I need to make a change in my life. So I began vaping as of December 7th, and I've been one year smoke-free after packing after smoking a pack a day for 18 years. Never thought in a million years that I would be so passionate about vaping as I am today. Watching your videos helps me forget about my pain, and it's my time to relax. Absolutely. I'm so grateful to be in a strong community here in Canada and watching your videos on YouTube. I will confess, I first saw you in one of Ruby Roo's videos. It was the beer tasting video at VPX. Uh, yeah, that was, that was one of, no, that was my favorite video that I have ever done ever on YouTube. Forget about every video I've ever uploaded. That was the most fun I've ever had. We were at 
uh, VPX in Niagara Falls. And it was when we shot that video, the sun was coming up. It was like 3 a.m. Me and Ruby were hammered, destroyed at the casino across the street. We're walking back to our hotel rooms. And Ruby's like, we should shoot some video. And I was like, get it out. Get out the camera because we're going to do this right now because it's going to be awesome. They, I'm glad you like that video. That's one of my favorite videos. Anyway, um, I was sitting here laughing my head off. It was so funny. I'm like, you have to check this guy out. And from that day on, I was hooked. I love your vlogs and I've watched them all. I look forward to watching them and vaping. So I would really love it if I could get a shout out to your number one Canadian fan. And if you would follow me on Instagram, Lizzie Vapes, I would be tickled pink. I hope someday to meet you. And once again, thanks for all you do. Please, 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 please never stop. What I'm most amazed is that she sent that from her iPhone. I hate typing on my iPhone and she just typed typed me a novel on her iPhone. So not only do you get shouted out for typing all of that on your iPhone, absolutely. I'll shout out my Canadian, uh, number one Canadian fan, Lizzie Vapes. Thank you so much for the very kind words. I, I'm really pumped pumped and overjoyed that you dig the videos. I will get on Instagram, and if I can remember to follow you, Lizzie, absolutely, absolutely I will. So, got another one here. This one comes to me from Kyle. He writes to me and says, Hi Nick, my name is Kyle, and I would love it if you heard my story. I was smoking for seven years since I was 12 years old. Yes, you read that right, 12 years old. I'm 19 now, and I quit as of July 2015, thanks to my wonderful girlfriend, Lindsay, for giving me her Segeli 30 watt. But this isn't about me quitting, it's about, this is about the danger. Last May, I had a golf ball sized tumor removed from my body due to smoking. They had to remove parts of bone to get to it. I made a full recovery, but I still smoked afterwards. I felt it slowly hurting me more and more until I switched. I loved and support everything you do and hope to sh hope you share my story. Feel free to share the picture as well. Please keep on vaping and listening to metal. Metal is the shit, Kyle. Yes, absolutely, Kyle. Metal is the shit. And I'm glad you made a full recovery. And I'm glad you have a girlfriend, Lindsay, that uh, you are clearly crazy about. And this is one of those things, man. He, he had a golf ball-sized tumor, I don't know, somewhere in his body. I just went like this. That's probably not where it was golf ball sized tumor removed from his body makes a full recovery and continues to smoke. This is one of those things that non-smokers will never understand is how hard it is to quit, which is why we look at vaping. We put it on this pedestal as this life-saving thing because it's the one thing that has helped us get away from traditional tobacco cigarettes. I've been in the same boat. I haven't got you know a tumor removed from smoking, but we've all been sick or with a nasty cough, or with the nasty flu, or, you know, and you still smoke cigarettes. I remember being in Lake Tahoe, uh, sitting out on my porch in the wintertime with the worst cold I've ever had, still smoking a cigarette, because the, the, the hold it has on you is so, so strong. So, Thank God uh, you discovered vaping. Absolutely. Shout out to you, Kyle. Shout out to your girlfriend, Lindsay. I uh, hope you guys are doing awesome. I uh, didn't see a picture attached, but you know what? Maybe it's best that I didn't see a picture of a golf ball-sized tumor attached to that email. So last shout-out of the night. Let's get to this last shout-out. This is going back in December. Uh, Luis writes to me and says, Hey, Nick, my name is Luis. Uh, this is a shout-out for my boss, Matt. Anyway, he is the one that started me on my vape journey. He helped me save my life, and it has been two years since we started. 
I've recently been in two car accidents in as many months. I haven't been able to work and some of my tanks got destroyed. He hooks me up all the time with juice, mods, and whatever else I need. I think it would just be cool for him to get a shout out because he has always helped me when I was in need and he actually put me on your videos. I watch you all the time and so does he. Anyway, if you could make it happen, it would be awesome. Thanks again, and as always, yes, let's keep on vaping. I've attached a pic of my now destroyed car and you will see how thankful I am that he hooks me up. Absolutely, Luis, Matt, you were absolutely, absolutely shouted out. That's that's a two car accidents in two months. That is uh, in that that's insane. That sucks. I mean, that's that's just terrible. I'm glad we all need a Matt in our life, right? Someone to look out for us. Someone to hook us up a little bit when we're when we're you know low, feeling light in the wallet. Absolutely, I think that's cool. That's just uh, you know one of my favorite things. I think that's gonna do it for shout out time. What we're gonna do after shout out time? I am going to drink some more beer, but then we're gonna do some freaking first impressions. All right, so let's get into some first impressions. I do have a couple things to talk about this week. We're actually going to be talking about both of these things right here. But first things first, we're going to talk about this atomizer on top. So what atomizer is on top? Well, this is the Dot Mod Petri version 2, right? I didn't know that they were releasing this. It kind of just came out of nowhere. So they released the Petri, uh, what was that? Well, well over a year ago, well over a year ago. And then this summer, they quietly, quietly released the 1.5. They make a whole big stink about it. It was just, here's the version 1.5. It's got a little bit different of a deck and it's got a little bit different screw holes. So, <coughs> pardon me. Wow, pardon me. So what's different with the version 2? Well, it comes with a different cap on it that I'm not using. And it comes with the traditional single airflow holes, which I'm also not using. So you know what? Let's let's get that out. Why am I going to do a, a first impressions of this atomizer if I'm not, in, not even using it in its entirety? Okay. I was using the two-hole cloud cap because it was matchy-matchy with this mod. And I was using the traditional dot mod drip tip because it was matchy-matchy with this mod. So on the deck of this atomizer, not a whole lot has changed. What they did was they kept the screws from the version 1.5. And a lot of people complain that they strip out. I truly and honestly 100% I don't even use a Phillips head screwdriver when I'm screwing those down. I use a Phillips head screwdriver to just screw them down until they touch the coils and then to tighten them down, I use needle nose pliers. They're these big nubbiny knurled screws and when I saw them, I go, oh, those are for needle nose pliers. Those aren't to be used with a Phillips head screwdriver. So yeah, you can get a Phillips head screwdriver in there and crank it down and strip them really easily but I don't do that. I've never done that. I get my coils in there and I get them where they need to be. I tighten them down with a Phillips head until they're touching the coils. And then I take a, uh, I take needle nose pliers, like, you know, with teeth on them. And I go, root, 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 root. And it, you can really crank them down hard. Anyway, this is a dual fused Clapton on here. Came out to 0.43 ohms. I got it at 95 watts right now. Um, it's a little fog machine, man. And so the difference that they've done in the one or from 1.5 to the two is the post holes. The post holes are now 
kind of big flat slots like this, where in the 1.5 there were two holes on each post. Now it's just one big pull on each, one big hole on each post. It's designed for builders who are going to be using large gauge coils that need to fit next to each other in the same hole or are like framed staple builds where it's coil you know it's wire on top of wire in the post hole also the cap has the traditional single airflow hole it's got a different style cap on top and it has uh an external so, okay, so the cap has O-rings on it, and then there's a clear piece that fits over those O-rings. They call it something. They call it like the new cloud cap or the version 2 drip tip or something like that. It's nice. It works really well at keeping the heat away from your mouth. I wish this clear portion was just a little bit taller. As it stands, it's a little bit short, but... It's a dot mod, man. The vape I get from this, the quality of vape is just so damn good. Oh, it's warm, rich, saturated, and flavorful. I am just a huge fan of the dot mod Petri version 2. Now, I, for the life of me, as of this recording, cannot find this in stock anywhere on the internet. Local Vape doesn't have it in stock. Twisted Messes doesn't have it in stock. Nobody has it in stock. So I'm going to post a link in the description to the Local Vape site where it may come back into stock. I don't know. I also don't know how much these are going to cost. I think they... I think these, I think the version two is cheaper than the 1.5. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's like 10 bucks cheaper, which is nice, but look... I get it. The Petri is an expensive, expensive atomizer. It was my number one atomizer of 2015. If we're playing the Aliens game and they took everything I own, the Petri would be the first atomizer I buy. I love it so much. And the Petri version 2, it's not revolutionary. It's not changing the game. It's an improved version of my favorite atomizer. That's basically how I'm looking at it. So... I am swapping this back to the cloud cap because it's matchy-matchy with this mod. Switching it back to a black regular cap with a, a gray dot mod drip tip on there. And then we're going to move into this mod right here. So this is the white out from Cloudmaker Tech. So this is a LiPo-powered DNA 200. It's got weird rubbery buttons but they are very clicky as well. So like I said, this is 0.43 ohms at 95 watts. It's given me 6.5 volts. Great, great vape. This mod is a little bit cumbersome to hold. It's a little bit on the wide side, I guess, but the clicky yet rubbery button, I kind of, ooh, I'm kind of enjoying it. Even with the cloud cap, that dot mod gives me nice flavor. So this is a lipo pack on the inside. Now, this is kind of a cookie cutter style device in that it's a DNA 200. It's got clicky buttons. It's a lipo pack. It's an 1100 milliamp hour lipo pack, and it's in a box. And that's what you get. I haven't been overly impressed with the quality of this, but their big selling point is that it's modular, right? So they sent me a couple extra spare parts, including a door that will fit on here, but is clear. So you can kind of 
pop this panel off. It's just held on my magnets, and it's a really, really thin aluminum. And you can see your lipo on the inside, right? And then there's your DNA board, and all the cords are, are braided. They have like this braided wrapping around them, and so you can see all your guts. Now, it might just be mine, but this door doesn't fit on here flat. I get a little play up and down in the corners because of the, whoops, well, now that's on the floor, because of the way it's wired. So looking at their site, you they sent me all green panels so I can take out these little Phillips head screws right here. I believe these are Phillips head. I can't quite tell because they're so small. No, they're like star-shaped, but you can take off all of these panels to switch out a different color. So if you want a green stripe going down the middle or a red stripe going down the middle with gray doors or with black doors or with green doors, you can customize it how you want. But it's also modular in that you choose what chip you want, either a DNA 200 or an SX350J. You pick the battery sled you want, you pick the panels that you want, and you kind of build your mod from the ground up. Um, they have on the website, like it says, an optional clear panel for this, which looks cool, but sits even weirder on this device. Now, what I would have liked is a non-LiPo one and a dual 18650 and just had it be a DNA 133 because as it stands, I'm only rocking it at 95 watts and I would have preferred a dual 18650 as opposed to a LiPo. But because of their the way that they do their mod, I, have, I get the feeling I could buy a different battery sled, take this LiPo out, put in a different battery sled and run it with two 18650s, which I think is a very, very cool option. Now, I don't know the price of this, okay? Let's look at Whiteout DNA. Whiteout DNA. Do they have a price on here? Okay, so it's expensive. It's quite expensive. $199 to $209, $203, depending. So you can get the chassis in black or silver. Black or silver, clear panel, yes. So if you get it in black, with the addition of a clear panel, it's uh, $203, or if you get no clear panel, it's $199.99. So, it's pricey, bro. Uh, obviously, with all my first impressions, I'm gonna need to spend way, way more time with this whiteout from Cloudmaker. In fact, I put the door on upside down. Now it says Cloudmaker. DNA 200, you know what I mean? It's something that we're all used to. I do like the clicky rubberized buttons and I would like to swap out all the panels on this. I'm gonna do that before I get to a full review, but it's not blowing me away with its high quality craftsmanship. It's aluminum and it's expensive and the door panel doesn't quite sit on there right, but it's a DNA 200, it's 1100 mile LiPo, it's giving me plenty of power and right now with this Dot Mod Petri version two, it's a great vape. So moving forward from there, this is another thing where we're going to be talking about both the tank and the device itself. Let's start off with the tank. Now, this one, this tank came to me from Direct Vapor, but 
I can't find it on their site. It came to me from Direct Vapor. So because they sent it to me, I'm going to be posting a link in the description because that's, I mean, right? That's a respectful thing to do, right? Even though I don't see it on their site. So I'm going to do some quick Google Foo fingers. It looks like both Origin Vape and Element Vape have it in stock. So this is what we're talking about is right here. So this is the Sigeli... Uh, Supremo. It's double branded. It's made by Sikeli, but it's branded by Supremo. Moonshot RTA. And it is a, look at this, look at this dinky little RTA. That has got to be maybe a two mil tank, maybe a two mil tank. But I've got a 0.3 ohm coil. I have this set to 66 watts. It's giving me four and a half volts. It is a nice little vape. The flavor Oh my God, the flavor is just great on here. Now, it's giving me a little bit of spit back. The wide bore drip tip on here and the chimney are so wide that you could build this and treat it like a dripper, like you can see your coils in there. You could drip directly on your coils because it's so wide and so short. Or you can fill it up like an RTA. It's got a top fill design, which hopefully I can open without flooding it. Yeah, top fill design, two big kidney-shaped holes in the top. You let your juice in there. Then you screw this top part back on. Now, the Moonshot is a bitch and a half to build. It's got a really weird deck. So it's got two airflow holes that come up, right? Kennedy style from the bottom, and you build your coils over it. Seems simple enough, except that the holes for your leads are below the airflow. What? I know. It even sounds weird when I'm explaining it, but you basically have to set you build your coil and you have both your leads going down, right? And then you bend the end of your leads in the same direction so you can set it down and slide it in and then set your other coil down and slide it in. It's weird. It's just hard to build on. Additionally, the deck itself doesn't screw down into anything. So you're holding this tiny little deck by this tiny little 510 pin trying to build on it and it just, when you're done building on it, you set it inside of the of the deck, right? And then you have to screw down the chimney to keep the deck in the base. The deck doesn't screw into the base. It doesn't click into the base. It just sits there. And then you screw down the chimney to set it into place. And then you have to dry fire it with the chimney on. So you have to get your tweezers and you're going down this chimney. And thankfully, it's a really wide chimney, but you have to dry fire it and get your tweezers in there, like going down the chimney to try to pinch and pull and strum your coils to make sure everything's glowing evenly. Then you take the chimney off, you wick it, you put the chimney back on. It's a whole big process, man. It is a big process. And wicking RTAs is always a little bit weird. Like I said in a couple videos, it's like this balancing act of like, big coils or small coils and then how much cotton and too much cotton and too little cotton and then there's juice flow channels. Thankfully, somehow I nailed it the first time. 
I didn't think it was going to work. I thought this was going to run dry on me. I had it all juiced up. I filled up the tank. I was like, well, I'm expecting a dry hit in like four toots. No, it never came. I just kept filling it up and it's been using all of the juice. So like I said, 0.45 ohm coil, 66 watts. Uh, nope, 0.3 ohm coil. What? 66 watts, five and a half volts. It's great. does get a little spitty. This is very, very much a flavor RTA. It's got a nice big wide bore in there and a nice big chimney and then it's just dense, flavorful vapor right up into your mouth hole. Weird, weird little RTA and it's 55 bucks, which for Chinese RTAs is on the higher side. You can get other cheaper RTAs for much less, much, much less, but it is what it is. It's the moonshot. I'm going to spend obviously way more time with this to see how practical it is to have this small of a tank. I'm going to have to rebuild it at least a couple more times and I am just dreading it. You know how there's tanks and atomizers that you don't mind rebuilding, like you kind of actually look forward to it. You go, oh, I love building on this one. And you go, and you blip, and you knit, and you pinch, and then you wick, and then bah, and everything's great. With this one, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I have to rebuild the moonshot, and I don't want to. Don't make me do it. One thing that's really cool is the box. Sigeli has some, for some reason, awesome looking branding on this. There's like little guy and it's all stripey and vintagey looking and it says moonshot and it's got like this swipey thing. It just looks really cool. So, so there you go. It is the moonshot and it's sitting on top of something that came from Vapor DNA. This is the Project Sumohm Project S80 box. It's got an SX130H TC chip in it. What it is, is their single 18650 temperature control device. It does 80 watts, I believe. Let's uh, let's turn up the wattage all the way and see. Uh, nope, yep, does 80 watts on a single 18650. I'm going to turn this back down to, what did I have it at? 65 watts? Uh, 65, yeah, sure, 65 watts. I haven't tried it out in any temp mode, although a uh, quick shout out to Kidney Puncher. Raylo over at Kidney Puncher sent me some of his new 316L stainless steel wire. I got it in 22 gauge, 24 gauge, and 38 gauge. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to build some 24 gauge Claptons. Uh, I'm going to run them in temp mode on a temp device that supports stainless steel. I'm not 100% sure if this supports stainless steel, and it is actually out of stock. This mod is the same price as this tank. It's about 50 bucks. Um, it's got this like soft grip finish. It's got what appears to be plastic throughout. Like the front of it's plastic. I don't know. That feels like metal, but the front of it, the body of it is definitely plastic. The buttons are big and clicky. It's got an interesting display. I've never used the SX130H chip. Single 18650 in the bottom, and it's got an unscrew cap on the bottom so you can unscrew it and screw it back together. Uh, it doesn't charge via USB or anything that I can find. So if you want to charge it, you have to swap out the batteries on the inside, which is probably a good idea to do anyway. But 
Like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend way more time with this Project Subohm Project S80 SX130HTC box mod. That is way too long of a name. With this little moonshot, this is a nice little fun compact vape that I've actually really been enjoying. So yeah, I think that's gonna do it for first impressions. Um, I will hopefully have some more first impressions, you know, after I get some stuff from uh, from Vea, from Vapor Dynasty, from Vape in the Sun in Arizona. Chances are good, generally at a vape meet that I, I do some first impressions. I don't know if I'm gonna do a travel vlog or not. If you're watching this, let me know in the comments. Do you wanna see a travel vlog to Vape in the Sun in Arizona with me and Dwayne again in the car? Yeah, I don't know. If you do, let me know. If not, if you're kind of over it, I totally understand that. I'm going to do a travel vlog uh, without a doubt to Tampa, to VCCT. I don't think I'm going to do one for Vapor Slam, but I'm definitely going to do one for VPX Vegas. I'm going to be a little bit more picky as usual. You know, like I always say, I'm going to be a little bit more picky with what vape events I attend and which ones I actually film. But travel vlogs are actually kind of fun for me. I bought a new uh, Sony A5000 camera for traveling, so my video quality can remain just spectacular like you're used to uh, for travel vlogs. So anyway, that's off topic. I'm going to wrap up this first impression what I want to do now. That's right. We're going to retro vape. All right. So like I said uh, earlier in a different vlog, I don't remember, I went through and I cleaned out a bunch of my vape stuff and I made a special box of just retro vaping stuff. And this was the first thing on the list that I wanted to try. So what we're going to be trying right now, I don't know how old these are. They could just be fucking years old, but once upon a time, and you know what? They're still around. This is a great way for smokers to get into vaping. I still would stand behind their products. Vapor for Life sells, basically, you know, specializes in vaping starter kits, like cigarette-sized batteries with cardamizers that you don't even have to fill. You just plug them on and vape them. Now, they still sell cardamizers, pre-filled cardamizers on their site. They sell them in Cool, which is high resistance, and they still sell them in Wow, okay? And Wow was their low resistance. So low resistance back in the day used to be around 1.5 ohms, which now in 2016, 1.5, I would consider a really, really high resistance. So back in the day, back in 2009, we would just buy atomizers from China. And when I mean atomizers from China, I don't mean rebuildable dripping atomizers. I mean atomizers that looked something like this, just a tiny little tube. And they had a little, I believe they were using nichrome back in the day, little nichrome coils in there. And we didn't know that resistance was a thing or that resistance even mattered at all. We would just buy them and use them. And sometimes they were three ohms, sometimes they were three and a half ohms, sometimes they were two and a half ohm. You just never really knew. It wasn't until years later that resistance 
we, you know, discovered, oh, resistance is kind of an important role to play here in our vaping lives. And that's why there were sometimes, you know, people would get atomizers and be like, I love this atomizer. I love the way it's vaping. I'm going to be so so mad when it's dead. That might have been a lower resistance coil. And we just didn't know enough about vaping or Ohm's law or resistance to bother checking or to see why this one atomizer is working so well. I can't even tell you how many times times back in the day where I would get like an 801 or a 901 atomizer that was better than the rest. It was just better. It vaped better. The vape was warmer. The vapor was more plentiful. And no one knew why. <laughs> it wouldn't, and no one knew why. And it's probably because they were a little bit lower resistance. So these are the wow versions. So these are low resistance cardamizers and I'm assuming they're around 1.5 ohms so I found these and I was all excited and I'm like oh I'm gonna vape the hell out of these but I couldn't find any stick batteries to try these on and I'm bumming out I'm looking through all my stuff going I don't have any stick batteries how am I gonna vape these they're a 901 connection and then I found my old vapor Zeus vapor for life auto battery so we're going to combine these two things. This is a Vapor for Life Vapor Zeus battery and a Wow Smiling Menthol Tobacco Cardamizer at 18 milligram nicotine. This is an auto switch. Let's see if it works. This is okay. Yep. I got a little bit of vapor. Okay, I just want to test it. Just want to see if it works. Now, they used to sell these in five packs for 10 bucks, which is expensive but if you're a smoker and you don't want to deal with like filling stuff up you just want to plug on a cardamizer onto a battery and take a drag that i'm not even joking is exactly the same as taking a drag on a cigarette these vapor for life cardamizers might be a great introduction vapor for life has always had the best tasting pre-filled cardamizers it's not like that blue e-cigs or views where it tastes like stinky socks or minty underwear or weird shit like that their flavors were actually pretty nice this is a menthol tobacco 18 milligram i'm overjoyed right now i'm so excited to vape this oh oh that 18 milligram throat hit is just Stellar. I just feel like I got into a time machine. Back when I first started vaping, I used to love the Vapor 9 cardamizers. In fact, I don't know if Ben from Vapor 9 is still around or not, but he used to have the best cardamizers. I just love them. I used to take a couple of stick batteries and a couple of cardamizers, tobacco and tobacco menthol with me to the casino, and I just used to sit there and play slot machines and vape you know smoke my vape like i was smoking cigarettes that tobacco flavor makes me feel like i'm at the fandango casino with my brother on a friday night playing those hot shots slot machines it's exactly what this tastes like that is unbelievable that's the weirdest sensation I've ever had in vaping. And I it's not. It's not the weirdest sensation I've ever had in vaping. It just reminds me of the way that vaping used to be. And wow, paired up with that beer, 
This tobacco tastes like cigarettes. It tastes like a freaking menthol cigarette. Wow. That is insane. If you want to spend 10 bucks and go back in time and see what vaping was like in 2009, vaporforlife.com will let you do that. We had underperforming batteries and junky Chinese atomizers, and we still managed to quit smoking. I don't know how we did it, but you can go over to Vapor for Life, get some cool tobacco menthol uh, cardamizers. I wonder if they have, um, they still sell the Vapor Titan or the Vapor King kits. I want to see what they have because some stick batteries, I bet I could find some stick batteries if I really, really looked. They have the Vapor Titan, $29.99. You get a battery, a wall charger, a carrying case, and a five-pack of cartomizers for $30. Buy this for the smoker in your life because if I was a smoker, I would be so incredibly satisfied by this vape. It is ridiculous. This is a lot, a lot like smoking. Even the throat hit just feels like the way a cigarette used to feel. This is tripping me out. This is tripping me out so hard right now. It's tripping me out. I can't even believe it. So, yeah. Thanks, Vapor Vapor for Life, for the trip down memory road. I I feel like I want to hang out with my brother at Fandango Casino now and play some hot shot slot machines and have my vape and have my, uh, you know, my rum and coke. And just, you know, at that point, I was like... Maybe six months, seven months off of off of traditional tobacco cigarettes. And, you know, it reminds me of why I first fell in love with vaping because it did. It got me to quit smoking using this little dumb little cardamizer. This little thing. This little thing saved my life. It's ridiculous. But that's what I got for retro vaping. I don't want to drag this out too long because I don't want this vlog to be six and a half hours long. So what we're going to do now, before we get to the comment of the week, I'm going to do a real quick review for things that never got reviewed. Reviews for things that never got reviews. So let me get some batteries. So the review for things that never got reviewed this week is going to be the Playboy mod. Now, I got... I still have one of these to give away, and someone would honestly be kind of lucky to get one of these. The mod itself isn't anything to write home about. It's a little dual 18650 150-watt mod, but it's got this like leathery cover on it that feels like a couch, like it's tufted, and there's little Playboy symbols all over it, and the bottom opens up like... A little trap door right there and so you put your uh, let's put these in correctly negative there positive there let's shut this down okay that's not working okay now it's working okay lights up it says playboy so let's see this is a 4.6 ohm coil on here and I'm using they call it like the vixen tank I'm using the playboy vixen tank on here So I'm going to turn this up to 55 watts. Now, the buttons on this, pretty junky. They don't click. They're a very stiff press, and they make no sound. It's like 
a touch sensor or something. That's what it feels like. I know it's not a touch sensor. It's actually a, a tactile button. The fire button is very much the same way. It's got a slight little click to it, but it doesn't move very much. It's a very, very short, short throw. So this is their Vixen tank, and it's a bottom fill tank. So you have to take the tank off of your device. You unscrew the base, like... You dump your juice, bleh, it's got a nice big opening, you screw your base back on, and then you open up your airflow and you just vape on it. I actually took this to a King Diamond concert and vaped on it at a King Diamond concert. Me and Dwayne, we went to King Diamond and I was vaping this the entire time. Now this is filled with pineapple cake, I believe, from the Epic Clouds and honestly, this is a really good vape. These tanks surprised the hell out of me. This mod surprised the hell out of me. I just, for one reason or another, I decided not to review it. So that's why it's ending up here in the vlog. Let's have a vape. The flavor, the flavor is just great. The performance is nice. The airflow, this one, it's a little bit gurgly because this coil head is old, but I know that if I put a brand new coil head in here, which I think I do have some Playboy Vixen coil heads, I could put a new coil head in here and the vape would be just as good as I remember it when I first got it. Right now, it is a little bit gurgly and it's a little bit spitty, but that's just because this coil head is rather old. but it's giving me a nice, warm, flavorful vape. I, I would admit that I like this vape. I like the way it looks. I like the way the tank looks. I love the airflow I'm getting from it. It has three big airflow holes in it. Yeah, it's a bottom fill. And yeah, it's got this weird fucking glass hybrid plastic weird drip tip on top. But as a full kit, the Playboy kit with the Vixen, huh? It's good. I mean, it's a sub-ohm tank. It's not a mouth-to-lung, but it's surprisingly good. Now, I'm really interested more now to see how much this thing costs. It looks like Vapor Beast has them in stock right now. The Lux Box, 65 watt. Oh, it's a dual 18650 65-watt TC box mod how much is it where's the freaking price choose an option uh black and gold 60 bucks there you go it's a dual 18650 tc 65 watt box mod for 60 bucks the tank honestly the tank is one of the best parts of this but you have to buy it separately for 30 bucks now if we're playing the Aliens game, an Aliens game down and took everything that I was owning, is the Playboy mod and tank something I would seek out? Probably not. There's, I mean, there's no reason. I don't need a dual 18650 65 watt with TC box mod. The tank is really nice and it's giving me a really good vape. And I was surprised. I for sure, 100% for sure that Playboy would be like, yeah, here's our vape stuff. Now, this is official, official, licensed, branded Playboy mods, Playboy Vapor devices. 
I thought for sure they would release some really subpar shit that it was going to be janky and feel janky and not have any real performance, but they released a 65-watt TC mod with a sub-ohm tank. That at least shows me that Playboy or whoever runs the Playboy Vapor Department is actually paying attention to the vape world and attempting to release something that we, the very nitpicky vaping community, could possibly be interested in. If I had never heard of vaping before and I was thumbing through a Playboy and I saw, oh, Playboy Vapor products, and I bought this, not disappointed at all. Nice. Thick, dense clouds, nice flavor. I'm going to post some links in the description to Vapor Beast. You know what? If you're interested, I don't know. If you're just a big fan of Playboy and you want a Playboy branded tank and the tank colors look cool, the golden orange looks cool, the gold and smoky gray actually looks pretty freaking cool. I have one of these uh, that I'm going to do a giveaway for later on and... Uh, Someone, someone, someone is going to end up with this and win it and vape it and be as surprised as I was when you when you taste the quality of vape from this. But yeah, that's what I got for reviews for things that never got reviewed. Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to go. We're going to wrap this vlog up. We're going to get to my favorite comments of the week. All right, favorite comments of the week. Ooh, I have three. I have three. Okay, let's get to this first one. Comment of the week. John, you know what? I'm going to have to edit out your last name. I am just so sorry. But... Here we go. This guy, John, was bitching on one of my vlogs about beer. He was, let's just read it. This is about beer. He says, hurry, if I wanted to see beer, I would watch something on beer. Plus, all those beers taste like a whole bunch of flavors in flat Coke. I feel sorry for people who have to stomach that crap just to look trendy. Good beers are Bavarian and German where you would get punished for adding bananas and chocolate, dot, dot. Mostly dark, trendy stouts are fancy prison wine, and Grimm can't hide that face he makes before he starts lying about how good it is because he has to read someone's review to convince himself of what vile shit he just drank. Wein and Stefan, best beer since 1040, and not one banana stick to vape grim, so I don't fast forward. Obviously, this guy is not a fan of the beer section. He, I, the irony here is just destroying me. He thinks that I'm being trendy and pretentious by doing a beer tasting in the vlogs. And then at the end, he says, the only good beers are Bavarian and German beers. Weinenstefaner, which I have had, he says it's the best beer since 1040, which 
Was beer around in 1040? I don't know. Maybe someone more knowledgeable can drop some knowledge. If beer was around in 1040, there you go. And not one banana. <laughs> not one fucking banana. Well, here's the great thing about beer, John, is that it doesn't uh, it doesn't stick to your fucking rules, man. That's the joy of brewing beer, is if you want to brew a beer and make it a Kentucky breakfast stout and have chocolate and bananas and beer and whatever else shit you want in your beer, you can, because that's fucking America and brewing beer. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. God damn it. That is the most elitist thing I've ever read. He accuses me of being elitist. He said all my beers taste like a whole bunch of flavors in flat Coke. Tell me, John, have you ever had the Founders Kentucky Breakfast Stout? Because I guarantee you, you would think it's fucking delicious. It is ridiculous. Uh, elitism is one of the things that just drives me insane. Drink whatever beer you want. Drink Miller High Life. I love Miller High Life. Let's have some Miller fucking High Life. Next week in the vlog, I'm drinking some Miller High Life just for you, John. I don't even care. That is ridiculous. I don't know why that stuck in my craw. It didn't when I first read it. I just was laughing, but now it's actually sticking in my craw. So moving forward, had a guy named Gangster Gringo. Um leave a comment that says, Jesus, you love to hear yourself talk, don't you? Fucking shoot me already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's why I do videos. I do videos because I love to hear myself talk. I go back and I watch all my videos over and over and over again so I can just watch myself talk and listen to myself talk. I just want to hear myself talking all the time. Uh, I don't know, whatever. You can eat a bag of dicks. I don't care. Uh, so last, the last one. Um, now, there's just been this interesting trend recently within vaping and the comments and emails I get where people just ask really, really vague questions, okay? So this was on my Tugboat version 2 mech mod video. A guy, someone, maybe not a guy, someone named Bester just left a comment that said, how much watts? And I don't know what that means. That's not a complete sentence. I don't know what he's talking about. I literally had no answer for him. I was like, I don't know. How much watts? How much, how much watts what? How much watts what? I want to know. Please, Bester. How much watts what? Just tell me, and then maybe I can help you out some more. But as it stands, leaving a comment like, how much watts? I can't, I won't, I won't be able to, I'm sorry, I just won't be able to answer that. And then people leave questions like, um, 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 does it produce more vapor? And I'm like, does it produce more vapor than what? <laughs> like, these are just like half thoughts like it doesn't make any sense to me there's these really random questions or like the other day uh someone left a comment i think it was on the Zurich x video but i'm not 100 percent sure that said um how many ohms and i was like how many ohms what how many ohms what 
Like, if, if I don't know your question, I can't give you an answer. And I would, I really want to give you an answer, but I can't. So I'm sorry, Bester. How much watts? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. That literally makes no sense to me. So that's what I got for today, everybody. Yeah, another vlog in the in the in the history books. Thank you so much for joining me again, everybody. And you know, I know people. A lot of people have been asking me uh, this, that, and the other to to comment really on uh, on what certain YouTube reviewers are or are not saying about harmful side effects of vaping and dry knuckles and pink electrolyte powder mixes and this, that, and the other. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, what this person does for monetary gain is between him and his subscribers. That's where I stand on this. I think, <laughs> I think it was so dumb. I think it was a dumb move to attribute how do I say this? I think it was a dumb move. I think it was a dumb move to attribute symptoms to vaping that had nothing to do with vaping. And not only was that a dumb move, I think it was an even dumber move to put that on YouTube and then say that the thing that cured you was an electrolyte powder drink and then they can buy it by clicking through your clearly affiliate link and i have no problems with affiliate links um, if someone says the link below is an affiliate link and i will make money when you click on it that's fine be upfront about it but don't say click the link in the description below and it's an affiliate link you can't hide that it's obviously painfully obviously that that was an affiliate link and it's painfully obviously that that person was getting paid for that i mean that's just i mean that was very very black and white very very cut and dry i feel like that was a dumb shady stupid thing to do it's just dumb just oh my god so dumb so dumb so dumb so dumb i think the dumbest thing like I said, was attributing symptoms to vaping that have nothing to do with vaping. Bah, bummer. Could you just see the headline if even something dumb like USA Today said, vaping YouTube sensation reports negative side effects of vaping. Even if the video is taken down and even if that's like a half-truth, doesn't matter to the mainstream media they would post that headline in a heartbeat to get people to hate vaping that's just what would happen so i think it was dumb all around uh hopefully hopefully shit like that doesn't happen in the future i'm glad that people are holding people accountable people have for the last seven years done nothing but hold me accountable every little misstep i have and every little mistake i have and when i say something's 80 watts but it's really 75 watts people let me know you can't you cannot pull one over on the vaping community you cannot pull the wool over their eyes they just will not stand for it and <laughs> it's almost comedic that somebody tried uh anyway 
Life moves on. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Fuck drama. Life moves on. Right. So this weekend, hopefully I'll get to see some of you glorious, wonderful vapor people down there in Arizona for vape in the sun. If not, uh, I don't know. We'll see you somewhere else. I'm sure I'll be at VPX, uh, VPX, VPX Las Vegas. I'll be in VCC Tampa. I'll be in Vapor Slam. Got my travel all booked. I'm stoked. Um, shit, maybe I'll just fucking drive to Florida in my sweet car because I want to drive it so bad right now. Uh, anyway, that's what I got. That's what I got for the vlog. I think I covered everything I want to. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. And as always, yeah, right there. See that? Even with a cardamizer. Yeah, let's keep on vaping.